Good morning, good morning. <clears throat> Tim Callaway coming back to y'all, man, with another episode of Top Notch Sports. And today, we're covering one subject, man. This is a fight that happened this weekend. WBC heavyweight title clash between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Pretty sure y'all have heard by now what the outcome was. But now we go in depth with the outcome in this episode, man. So, sit back. Kick your feet up, eat some popcorn, get ready to listen to some good information. Wilder versus Fury 2. Recap. Let this instrumental run for y'all. this point blank period Deontay Wilder got outclassed Saturday night by Tyson Fury um, it was a brilliant master class of a performance that Tyson put on and take my hat off to him me I loved it you know I loved the way he decided to fight and the way he went about the fight you know was just a great, great performance to see against somebody who's such a dangerous fighter to take away his biggest strength, which is the right hand, the power and the explosiveness. He took that away and dished out some real, real, real serious punishment on Deontay Punishment. He has never felt. Only time we've seen Wilder in trouble is when he fought... Um, Luis Ortiz in the first fight, the 10th round, I believe. No, uh, seventh, he got stopped in the 10th. It was the 7th round, I believe, that Ortiz caught him on the right hook, rung his bell a little bit. But Tyson Fury put it on him from the beginning of round one to the point that they stopped it in the 7th round. <laughs> talking with my dad, talking with my brothers, and uh, we all agreed that, man, we would have stopped that fight a lot earlier. I would, you know. We agree on the fifth. Fifth round should have been stopped. Because Tyson wasn't going to stop punching. He wasn't going to slow down. He didn't give me any signs he was going to slow down. If anybody was slowing down, it was Deontay Wilder. And the reasons for that, I believe, man, going into the fight, going into the weigh-in. Let's, let's start the weigh-in. I was sitting there watching the weigh-in, man. Uh, me, I was truly, truly believing by the look of it, that Fury would come in and run the same weight that he did before, two, between 250 260. He may have put on a little bit more weight. But man, when he stepped on the scale and they said 273. 273. I was, I was shocked then, and, and immediately my mind changed. I was like, okay. But he got it. You know, he, he has more of a shot than outboxing him. But I think this would allow him to outbox him a little bit better. Then while the steps on the scale. They said two thirty one and I in my mind changed again. I'm like two thirty one, I've never known you to be that heavy. It was two twelve the last fight. Fury's about two fifty four the last fight. Two thirty one, 
you haven't carried around this much weight, are you going to be able to do it come fight night? I'm not saying these things because it's after fight. I'm truly telling you the truth. This is what came through my mind. I was like, man, can he carry 231? Can he be as explosive and as quick carrying 231 pounds? So come, you know, my thoughts on the fight, man, it was just, you know, like I said, Fury outclassed him. He outclassed him. He outworked him uh, for seven straight rounds. He didn't... He dominated from bell to bell, man. He didn't... It, it wasn't a point in that fight where I was like, okay, Wilder has the advantage or, you know, he's taking back momentum. None of that. He got beat up. And it's okay, man, you know. It's okay to get beat up. It happens. You've been on the other end 41 times. This is your first loss. And it's okay, you know. You ran into the better man. What I'm not going to sit here and do is just bad mouth and bad talk Deontay Wilder. Um, like a lot of other people are doing, been doing, because I like Deontay. Um, Deontay is not the best boxer. We've been knowing that, but he's a fighter. He ran into the better boxer the first fight, ran into the better boxer the second fight, and the better boxer put up, you know, he put up a better fight this time around. Which allowed him to stop Deontay. He'll be back. You know, Deontay will be back. I do believe that. He, you know, he's he wasn't the WBC heavyweight champion for nothing. He worked hard to get here. It is what it is. You know, he he ran to the better fighter. But, the, you know, another story of the fight is a punch stat numbers, man. Fury landed 82 of his 267. 58 of 160 on power punches. Wilder landed 34 of his 141. 18 of 55 on power punches. Tyson did a very good job of, I mean, he's a big rangy fighter himself. So he didn't have to get in close to really fight Deontay. But he know, but he knew coming into that fight, a lot of fighters know going to a fight with Deontay at range. He puts that long jab out there. He follows up with that right hand. You're in trouble. You're in big trouble. You know it. That boy got the power of Thor's hammer in his right hand. So what Tyson did, what I like that Tyson did was um came forward a little bit to the extra step forward. And he was first. So him being so close, Wilder didn't have that that distance to really fire off the right hand with full power. So if Tyson did get hit with any right hands flush, I don't think he felt them because of the fact that he took away the explosiveness from it and not only that the fact that he was putting pressure on Wilder he was punching Wilder beating him up he was leaning on him putting all 273 pounds on him it could be more it could have been more come fight night you know he could have had more weight on him I mean, he was leaning on him making him tired knocking him down um, what a lot of people thought was a busted eardrum it was not I just found out you know I thought that he busted the eardrum on that first knockdown in the third round it was actually just a small cut inside the ear that needed about six stitches. Me, my dad, my brothers, we all believe that um with the we thought that it was a bust eardrum, so we I immediately thought when I was watching the fight when he got knocked down, I said, Man, I wouldn't be surprised if his equilibrium is off. And it looked that way. He didn't have his legs up under him. 
Um, he just, Deontay just didn't look right from fight night, from from the start. You know, seeing him pacing back and forth a lot in the locker room, finally getting out there, he didn't look like the bronze bomber. Tyson Fury looked like the Gypsy King, and he came ready for business. And he took care of business, man. My, I'm like I said, man, I'm taking my hats off to Tyson. It was a master class, man. So you know, I'm not, I'm not too much surprised and shocked that he won, but I'm surprised and shocked at the way that he did it. Nobody expected Tyson to go out there and knock him out, except Tyson. Except Tyson, he knew that he could stop. Deontay, he had every intentions to doing that, and you know, my hats off to him. His father, I watched an interview of uh, his father a few days before the fight as well. He said that Deontay Wilder was going to crack, so he's going to crack under pressure, and that's what it looked like to me. Recently, Wilder blames his pre-fight costume for his loss. Me. I wouldn't have said that. I would have just kept to myself and just leave it. You know, the better man won that fight. You know, Tyson was the better fighter that night. Just leave it at that. Because of the fact that he blames it on his pre-fight costume just makes the loss even worse. You know, it makes it look even... It makes it look much terrible than what it was. You know, we, we sit up here and watched you get brutalized and demolished and mauled for seven straight rounds pretty much every second of every round and you blame the loss on your pre-fight costume that was 40 to 45 pounds you had it on 10 to 15 minutes before the fight so you was backstage with it on for an extended period that you had to walk out there with so you're blaming that for the reason why you didn't have your legs up under you that's not the case man you know if it if it had to, you know, if that really was the case, keep that to yourself. Keep that mental note, and you'll know next time around, I shouldn't do this again. It was, it, it was, it wasn't smart on his part anyway to have a 40 to 45 pound costume on for the fight. That's not what you're there for. You're not there to show off a costume. You know, you're there to defend your WBC title. So why would you? go to that lens to put a big heavy costume on like you Black Panther or something didn't understand it but I do not believe that's the reason he lost the fight I do believe the reason he lost the fight was because he ran into the better man Tyson Fury was a better man better boxer, better striker speed, he had the power great footwork, great defense who at 6'9 is moving the way Tyson Fury is moving his Fight IQ, my God. And he's one of those fighters where a lot of it just comes off instinct. He makes that read that one time. He doesn't have to make it a second time. He'll know to react that quick. So a third fight would be even tougher for Deontay, in my opinion. He immediately wants the rematch. He said he wants to get back in there, but Tyson Fury has to agree. He may want Anthony Joshua next. He may want to unify the entire division. I would love to see that fight. Love to see it. Pretty sure we'll have some answers within the next month or two, a few months, maybe even a few weeks. But the more of the story is that Deontay Wilder got beat. I got beat bad. Didn't look good. It was hard to watch. A friend of mine calling my big brother, he called me like, man, it didn't look good. 
Cause I know it didn't look good. Did not look good. He let me know, man, from my from from his eyes, Fury dominated every part of that every part of that fight. So man, look, I I'm right with you on that one. I'm right with you on that one. But man, you know, just just knowing that Tyson has you know well not Tyson excuse me, Deontay has that ultimate equalizer to for for anybody he fights. You look watch his last fight with Ortiz, he was losing all rounds and then boom. Like that, all he had to do was fire off the right hand. You know, he 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 always stood by. I need two seconds to beat a guy. A man needs twelve perfect rounds to beat me. And he stood on that. He stood by that. And it was, I mean, he showed it until Saturday night. That is no longer the case. It's no longer the case. Tyson Fury needed seven rounds. He neutralized that right hand, nullified the right hand, and he beat you for seven rounds. We knew Deontay wasn't a boxer, but, you know, he's a great fighter with a big, big punch. But I think they start to rely on that right hand a little bit too much. When you're fighting a guy like Fear, you have to bring some other attributes to the table. He did not have those attributes. I'm gonna take a small break here, man, and on the next and last segment, talking about the fight, man, is is what can Deontay Wilder do to improve his fight set, his fight skill set, and other things, and how can he beat Tyson Fury? Coming up next. So, man, getting right to it, last segment. Of this episode, what can Deontay Wilder do to improve his fight skill set, and how can he beat Tyson Fury? Which is the main thing, you know. I, I don't see any other heavyweight beating Deontay. You know, uh, the only other guy that you know has a chance of beating him is Anthony Joshua. Uh, but Joshua has shown to be chinny. Deontay does have that ultimate neutralizer, as I stated before. But one thing that I, that I would love to see from Deontay Wilder, man, is uh, I'd like to see him use his, you know, his feet better. You know, be on your toes. I talked, you know, I, I talked with this with my dad, and my dad was saying that this would be a key for him to beating Tyson Fury. But I think this would be a key for him to, you know, beating a lot of other heavyweights. You know, uh, just using his feet a little bit more, stop being so stationary. And you know, of course, I, the first thing he should do is improve. His defensive, you know, tactics, man. He, he looked terrible against Fury. He couldn't get away from any punches. Just going straight back with his chin straight up, eating jabs, eating left hooks. I love the way Fury was leading with the left hook. The left hook started everything, and he worked perfectly behind it, you know, hiding the right hand. But I would love to see him, you know, move his head, move his head a lot more. Learn how to slip some punches. Um, learn to uh, learn to get his head off the center line. Learn to just take that step back to get out of range of punches. Tyson Fury does that very well. Uh, a lot of smaller fighters in weight classes do that very well. But um, I'd love to see him do that. And we also love to see Deontay throw some better punches, man. His, his, his arsenal is a 1-2 in the left hook and the right hand and then a lead right. 
I would like to see a little bit more. I would like to see him to, to be able to, you know, go to the body. Doesn't really go to the body. Mix up some punches. You know, only time he's going to the body was is with a long jab. You know, he has to be able to use his full range of motion to throw punches. You know, he looks stiff throwing the jab to the body. He just, you know, he he needs that coach that's going to teach him how to be a boxer and not just a puncher. The moment he learns to be a uh, a boxer, then he'll be a boxer puncher, which will make him very dangerous. You know who else is a boxer puncher? Earl Spence, Gennady Golovkin, Canelo Alvarez. These are boxer punchers, guys who can box and they got power to back it up. I would love to see Deontay transform his game a little bit, and the fact that he has that ultimate neutralizer, you know, that 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 ultimate equalizer, is on, you know. That plays in his favor, man. It plays in his favor anyway. Not too many people can take that right hand. So I would love to see that, man. But, you know, like I said, I talked to my dad last night. He asked me, what do I think Wilder needs to do to beat Tyson Fury? And just like I stated, the first thing I said was he needs to tighten up his defensive game. I, I do really appreciate and love what my dad said, man. Um, he got up. He got up off the couch and you know he said the first thing he needs to do this right here he start bouncing around on his feet he needs to learn how to move he needs to learn how to move then start sticking the jab out there it would be perfect for Wilder to do that to beat Tyson Fury he has to be first it's one thing my dad said I totally agree we're on the same page this I would love him to be first he cannot wait for Tyson Fury because Tyson will get you with the irky jerky movements Shoot a jab and a one-two out there or a left hook in the right hand. You know, he's fast. He's a fast heavyweight. But I would love to see uh, Deontay do that as well. You know, get on his toes. Get on his bicycle. Throw that jab out there and take take angles. That's one of the things that my dad was saying. You know, jab, jab, and take an angle at the right hand. That's one of the best things to use in boxing. Uh, we see Vasily Lomachenko use it very well. And a guy who just moved up to the heavyweight division. Cruiserweight Alexander Usyk is a training partner of Lomachenko. He uses angles very well for a big guy of his size, man. So it's very possible because Fury uses angles. Uh, he's six nine, using angles with Deontay's power. If he starts to take small, just a small, smallest bit of angles, and throwing a right hand at a different angle than that, that than what other fighters are used to seeing it come from. A overhand or a straight right down the pipe. If he takes that small angle to shoot it diagonal to where it's catching the, the jaw, catching behind the ear, man, he'll dump his. He will dominate the game, and there will be no heavyweight that can beat him. But Deontay has to do those things. He has to tighten up his defensive game. He has to tighten up the the holes in his offensive game as well. But it starts defense. If Deontay can tighten up some defense. He's already improving. He's already getting a lot better. I would love to see him tighten up defense first. So while he sit, you know, he sits at home, he recovers from this fight. Coaches need to start doing defensive drills with him, man. They have to because the mistakes that he's making in training, he's bringing those mistakes to the ring. But man, it was a master class. By Tyson Fury, if you have not seen the fight, 
Go check them out before they take them all off on YouTube. And you'll be left with minute, two minute highlights. Go check the fight out, man. Go look at a boxing masterclass by Tyson Fury. He taught while the lesson and took him to school. But, man, this is another episode of Top Notch Sports Podcast. I appreciate y'all for tuning in with me, man. Like I said, man, continue to spread the word. Best podcast out, man. Tyson Fury defeated Deontay Wilder seven rounds. Could have been stopped in the fifth. He's a WBC heavyweight champion. The number one heavyweight in the world. Tyson, the Gypsy King Fury. Let's hope that we can get a unification fight in that division, man. We've been waiting for three years, since about 2017. Joshua holds the other belts. Let's hope that we can get that WBC, WBO, IBL, WBA heavyweight unification fight, man. I mean, it'll be amazing to see. We're seeing a lot of these guys not accept these unification fights. Luckily, Porter and, and Earl did it in September. Recently, David Benavidez and those guys declined the unification fight with Caleb Plant. Come on, man. Let's get these unification fights going. Boxing has too many belts in a division as it is. Come on, like the middleweights, Demetrius Andrade, Jamal Charlo. We would love to see those fights, man. We'd love to see these unification fights. But like I said, man, thank y'all for tuning in, man. I really thank y'all. I'm, I'm sorry I sound so dry as well. I do believe I'm coming down with a little sickness. But uh, most definitely, keep spreading the word, man. I want to get this out to not just my family, my friends, and people who have never heard of a top-notch sports podcast ever. Let them know that I'm giving them valuable, great information. You know, you don't have to watch first take or undisputed all the time get up in the morning or you know go watch old episodes of Mike and Mike in the morning or anything like that man you can come right here on the Anchor app Spotify Apple Podcasts you know simple free good bad but the same thing you're getting from them you're getting from me same thing you're getting from them you're getting from me I just don't have a camera in front of me but I will soon man Thank y'all for tuning in, man. God bless.